Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. Hello, Andre. Hello, Anita. You are actually awake. I am. Because I made you laugh a lot. Actually, we made each other laugh a lot, so... Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I'm going to have to tell oh, you something. Okay. This is like not the topic yet, but I heard this... <laughs> it's um, a pretext. She is a comedian. Oh. And she said, this is why men are more humorous than women. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she brought some kind of weird jokes that were not so laughable, but yeah. K- kind of funny, kind of a but taste more like thing. smirking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of funny. Okay. And then she brought this study or whatever, where they asked many, many people, what is most important for you in a partner? Mm-hmm. And in he's, equal he's, parts, he's both of them. made me laugh. No, ah, stop nope. it. <laughs> Stop it. No, you, you brought it up already. This okay. is really bad. Why can't you just, I'm, I'm just be guessing. quiet? I'm just guessing. Ah! <laughs> Both of them said they have to have humor. 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 Is it but, so? Ah, humor means for women. Uh, he's not going to be. No, a, what you just no, said. Oh, he's going to make me laugh. He's going to have to make me laugh. Oh, and for what guys. Does, for guys, um, what? She's got to laugh about my jokes. My jokes, exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought it was kind of funny, but now I feel like it's not that funny. <laughs> no, it is okay. funny, honey. It I is. was just excited um, about and it. And you can make me laugh, too. Oh, I'm glad. And, and thank you for laughing uh, about my jokes. I, I do, and I actually laugh about my own jokes as well, but... Yeah, the most, that's actually. That's not so funny. No, it is, it is. It, it, that makes <laughs> me laugh in a different way, but, you know... <laughs> Oh, yeah, pitiful, I know. She's kind of... No, she, she tried, you know, she gave it her best. It's <laughs> an A I'm for doing, effort. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That's why we're the A team, right? True. Okay, today's topic is seven ways to respond to your child's negative self-talk. Oh. Um, and it's sponsored by? By Big Life Journal. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. And we're going to have a link below again, mm-hmm. as usual. And I thought this would be something worthwhile because there's two children who sometimes talk negatively about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like the third, sometimes she's copying stuff, but it doesn't mm. feel like it's like genuine, you know. So number one, that's what you're going to read. Acknowledge the feeling, not the words. If you can search out what your child is feeling and name it, you can help your child to both identify what's actually bothering him or her and begin to separate that problem from his or her own self-worth. And you know what? Actually, I think this is really important because, I don't know, like when reading so much parenting literature, it kind of feels like the parents have kind of been failing if the kid ever talks negatively about themselves like they've done something wrong and that's why yeah exactly Mm. and that's why the child has low self-esteem or whatever and i kind of have to disagree partly i mean of course parents can be the cause because we have a critical mass 
and we can clearly distinguish between um, different levels of self-esteem between our kids without us using different approaches yes. in a way. So, yeah, it's kind of, yeah we could really... have messed up once, maybe twice, but four times. And we, we already see that the characters. No, we really can see that they... It's, and it also it fits to the rest of their character. Yeah. It's their temperament or their character that is more uh, self... Not even self-critical. It's critical in general. They have a more negative perspective to world as it is. Mm-hmm. And to other children, they have a more positive outlook on life. Mm-hmm. On the outside as well as the inside. Yeah. And of course, they still know when they mess up. But they 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 put it in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Let's say I, I really way. agree with acknowledging the feeling. Um, because sometimes yes. the words... Um, they want to um, they want to to transfer or they want to talk about or express something different and the words are lacking and, yes. and your job of course is to yeah. try to understand him or her right mm-hmm. that is sometimes a bit challenging because signif- or insignificant details spring up that make absolutely no sense yeah. but the issue at heart is maybe just uh, I'm I feel jealous frustrated. I'm frustrated yeah. I don't get what, what she is having he is having and that's why I've got to talk negatively about like like yesterday an example um, our littlest, she was like, um, at one point she didn't get what the other had, you know. Mm-hmm. And then she starts saying, well, I don't want to go to this excursion that I'm having tomorrow. It's yeah, dumb. I know. It doesn't make and any it, sense. It, it came out of the blue. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. But she's just, you know, putting it out there. So I have a feeling of being unwell. I feel mistreated. And that's why everything sucks, basically. Yeah, that's why. So And that's, yeah. And I also see this. If our son, for example, he has to do a certain homework or whatever, and he cannot concentrate, it's really hard. Mm. And he tries and tries, and at some point he starts talking negatively about himself. Mm. And in effect, he actually wants to say, you know, this is frustrating, Mm. and I'm trying and trying, it's so hard to concentrate. And instead, they just self-attack. And then, yes, it's helpful to give other words for mm. them to use. Yeah. Number two, use humor to help them see things differently. Humor yeah. again. Yes. Um, role-playing a situation using the funniest possible circumstance. For example, if your child is worried about going to a school party, you can get dressed up in fun and silly outfits. Oh, this sounds American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then come back and tackle the problem as a cowboy doctor or puppy. I actually don't really get. I mean, I get humor, but I don't get. Does the parent have, dress up? Yeah, yeah. And go to the party with it, this. It sounds kid? like an American sitcom, doesn't it? Yeah. Why would you do that as a parent? Let me just ask one thing. Okay. Why is it that you always have to get dressed up in order to be funny? Maybe that's it's the fun of it. I don't know. Maybe it's culture. Yeah, that's it's a little bit culture. It, it is. Yeah, as Germans, we are not so prone to dressing up. Oh, I'd wait say. a second. Except if we were in the south of Germany, like Kölsch. Oh, no, the carnival guys. Oh, get lost you know, there is that. some German no, people that, like that. that. Oh yeah, you're right. 
Okay, well, let's let let me specify. In the northern German parts, this is usually not a thing we adults do a lot. But we're sidetracking, and we're not. We're yeah, not. We're, we're, yeah, it's true. Deferring. But but using humor. Yeah, and, you're doing um, that. I'm 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 you trying are. to do that. Sometimes I, I'd say about 60-70 percent. It helps to. Um, ease a situation or to you know um, get the tension out of a situation Um, sometimes it just doesn't work yeah but this is something that you can already see beforehand before trying sometimes sometimes you even see maybe that sometimes a joke is not gonna help right now yeah it's like one step too far to to get to you try humor to get the situation back into easier waters so to say I know. Yeah. But it has helped many, many times. I have to say that. Mm-hmm. Number three, you can read it. Yeah. Oh, also for humor, I don't dress up. I just make no, you up don't funny have to. You stories just or show try your to belly. imitate. Yeah, show my your belly. Your naked belly. Yeah, that works. It's Oops. not. It's actually undressing them. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> I it? guess it is. So what do you do to get your kids down? Well, I just undress. <laughs> Yeah. Pause for applause. Okay. <laughs> Use specific uh, point number three. Um, yeah. Quickly jump over that. <laughs> Use specific praise to show your child how great they are doing. Praising a child's efforts is one of the best ways to focus both your your and your child's attention on the problem-solving tools they are using to get through a situation. By telling your child what you noticed about his efforts or attitude, you are allowing him to connect to his own positivity to the situation. I'm just trying to think of um, specific situations that we have encountered because mm. at times where they're talking negatively about themselves, I don't know. Like our daughter, sometimes she complains about how she looks. Mm. She wants to have different hair or different eyes. Okay. I mean, then we would say, but you have beautiful eyes and things like that, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's kind of hard to... This is more um, talking about your character, not really traits, how how you look, Mm -hmm. your outer appearance. Um, maybe this is more of uh, giving praise to your kid in situation like like doing homework. Yeah. When you can say, "Well, you remember how?" Or like this. Is I a know good you example. can do it. This is a good or, example. Um, yeah. Our second one, he came home and he said, "Well, I've got to do this presentation, another presentation again, and so much work, and I don't know what to do, and I'm surely gonna fail, and this is not gonna work out, and you know, with oh, a yeah, lot yeah, of negativity." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we can tell him, "Well, you remember this uh, presentation you had, and that presentation you had, and how good you got graded, and how well you performed in front yes. of the class, and did yes. all that." And oh, I, yeah. I remember the last because time because he tends to forget about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he it truly does. And like in the last time with yeah. the kraken, kraken, mm-hmm. or jellyfish, or no, whatever, um, I, I used that line. I told him, you know, the, the previous presentations octopus. you had, octopus, Sorry. yeah, yeah. The, the previous presentation you had, they were all successful, yeah. and you did well. And, and that one as well. Maybe yeah. that stuck, but so I definitely can get behind that point. Okay, and I think this probably applies more to people, like more to kids who tend to talk negatively. You know, well, the, that they need those kinds of reminders because it's, yeah. it's not easily accessible to but them. The topic is called seven ways to respond to your child's negative self-talk, exactly. right? Exactly. So, 
Okay, one. next one. Talk openly about negative self-talk. Hmm. Realize that negative self-talk is often a symptom of fear and share that realization with your child. Think together about what your child might be afraid of when they say things like, I'm dumb. By addressing the fear of being unintelligent, you can help your child to find useful strategies to deal with it. Mm. I don't know. By addressing the fear of being unintelligent, you can help your child to find useful strategies to deal with it. I don't think your child will find strategies on their own. Just by you telling them, uh, or just by addressing oh, the fear. Oh, you're just afraid of your math test no you're saying that you're dumb because you're afraid of failing in your math test for example yeah and now you can find your own strategy and the kid says no well, go no <laughs> what what are you saying i don't get it it's no. just your fear talking don't you know that i mean you can definitely talk openly about it and um maybe mirror the um, yeah you know or just just show them this is what you said do you really mean that also, we have this rule that uh, no one is dumb. People can do dumb actions. Siblings can do dumb actions. And you can yeah. call out a dumb action, but you cannot call another... Or you, you are not allowed to call yeah. another person dumb. It, sometimes I say that sentence, like, none of my kids are dumb. Mm -hmm. So like, so yeah. it doesn't matter who is talking about whom, you know. Yeah. But this is a little bit about... Like, a little bit like number one. Mm -hmm. You're talking about the feeling that's behind... Mm -hmm. Address, now here they're talking about that, fear yeah. but sometimes it can be something different as well mm -hmm. um, and then putting it into words it, actually it's pretty much like number one isn't it yeah a little bit I mean it's it's more addressing the what you just said it's, it's, it's yeah. a negative thing and think about it and um, you don't really mean it but um, yeah it's openly talking about neg being negative yeah. towards yourself towards others as well yeah, it is. Yeah, also, just in general, talking but, but, uh, talk to children um, yeah. a lot about things. But yeah, of course, helpful. it goes hand in hand with acknowledge the feeling, not the words. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, topic number five. Yes. Yeah. Talk about having a growth mindset. Oh, yeah. Mm. Practice a growth mindset by being resilient and pressing forward on a long-term goal relentlessly. Hmm. Let them see you make mistakes in reaching this goal while never losing sight of the end. Answer their questions about your next steps and celebrate your successes with them. Now, this use use a lot of psychological words and phrases. That and your kid is going to be confused. What is stop talking negatively? Growth mindset, setting goals. I mean, this is business talk in a way. You know, you have KPIs and the key performance indicators that you measure your own progress and see if you're you know going up or going down. In a classical business way, in a way, you know, management talk. Yeah. But let them see you make mistakes in reaching this goal. Huh. I mean, these are things that we kind of have been talking about before. And it's more, it's just, it's just kind of weird that they're using these words because mm. um, in a context of talking with children, it's kind of not that it's beneficial. It's not out there. 
But if you're talking to them about, okay, this is what the kind of fear that you're having. And now what can we do about it? Because if you're just, I don't know, focusing on this feeling, it's going to make you passive. Yeah. But I mean, instead we can do something different. And even if things don't work out perfectly, we can still learn from them. Now, now here's the thing. This, this bring, gives me an idea. Um, okay. I could talk, at least with the boys, the girls won't understand because only certain, you know, mm -hmm. you gotta hit a certain age too to be able to understand about, you know, why I moved to Castle or not really moved, you know, but, but I, why I'm part-time living in Castle, mm -hmm. um, why I'm doing what I'm doing because it is towards a goal. Yes. It takes an effort, it takes sacrifice. Um, it's a long-term goal that I've started like, I don't know, Ooh, uh, okay. like five years, six years ago, in a way. Oh, yeah, okay, so that's true, yeah. that might be something, I don't really, I, it's not a growth mindset in my way, it's just, you know, how business progresses. In a way, it's growing for me as well. Mm -hmm. But I can take that example and talk with them about it and the steps it took and what I needed to do um, to, to get to the point after I'm at the goal, maybe, and I'm back home, you know. And I got yeah. the position that I want, and I'm moving back home. I don't have to go to Kassel anymore. And then I can talk with the boys, you know, see, this is what it took to get there. It took a year apart, in a way, yeah. in a, from the family. And it was a struggle. Um, and this, is, this is something, I'm just thinking this is something that you're really going to have to talk about. Because I don't, I also know that my parents have been working towards goals, mm. but we never noticed in a sense because they never talked to you about it, right? Not, not really, you know. I mean, you, okay, they, they were just were working building. and busy. They yeah. were working and were busy all the time. And then to us, it only just felt like sometimes we were bothersome and mm. in the way, in a sense, or we are too loud, whatever. Mm. And then when there was holiday, it was all fine, but we never saw that this is something that I'm working towards because it's for the family or mm. something like that. Mm. I, I don't recall anything like that. Or do you recall anything from in your childhood where your parents would be working towards a goal and no. you would see, no, that, learn something about resiliency and stuff. stuff and kids, kids I think, find it hard to relate. Yeah. The, the goals of an adult are probably pretty much different from the goals that a kid has oh wait a second i'm just thinking about something different that might help yeah. which is not going to help in our family but <laughs> imagine you were trying to do a half marathon or something mm. yeah mm. and then you would start going out and jog whatever and okay. maybe even take a child with you and train with them not like as much but a little bit like yeah. twice a week or whatever just as an imaginary thing. It's okay? a really long-term yeah. okay. goal. Okay. And no, it's not even that long. I mean, they, they do it me, sometimes. It yeah. would be. Okay. But there is some people, they do it like within six weeks, whatever, wow. the, the training, and then they're doing the half ma marathon. Okay. Or, or they start with a 5K and, and then they work up their way. Mm -hmm. And that is something that the kid would actually get, I guess. Yeah, you're training yeah? towards something. Especially if they're doing it with them. And if you have things like that that are more tangible more you know that the kid can actually experience mm -hmm. rather than you talking about your work in Kassel which is it's it's, it's, it's still it's, good it's far, but no, it's, it's they're not it's involved yeah. yeah but it's something I can talk about that I needed to go through those steps in yeah. order to get to the position where I am now yeah that's true maybe yeah 
but um, I agree with one thing definitely here um, celebrate your successes with them oh, as, yeah. as we yeah. did like like uh, when I um, made it to be the uh, under what they called it or whatever that is called this is sub department head you know, manager whatever. or something like that um, we celebrated that at home yes we did yeah mm-hmm. and we called it daddy's a boss now <laughs> a, mini, a mini boss yeah. in a way yeah. yeah it's not that bad no it's I mean that's it's creepy pretty good but yeah it's yeah. fun it was fun <laughs> <Creepy>. <laughs> daddy's a boss okay. number six Discuss your best failures. Hmm. Ask everyone at the dinner table to share something they failed at that day. Empathize with each other openly and celebrate the combined learning that your family is achieving every day, despite setbacks and failures. Hmm. It's an interesting thing. It's a good idea. It just it kind of sounds to me like a therapist's family. <laughs> you know, they're always sharing their best steps and how do you feel failures. today son please tell us <laughs> and we're all gonna hold our hands mm. and celebrate and let's go outside there's a and tree well but but here's the thing this yeah. only works with children at a certain age and also Ooh, only when yeah. when you're sitting at the table with um, like like all the ages at a table you cannot have a real conversation going on Very because difficult. there's a lot of interference okay unless you discipline your child to be really really silent and no one talks which is never ever going to happen in our family i guess but we're not the best role yeah, model but family. But there are families like that who got it done. I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah. it's character. But wait a second. You but just went out with the boys. And yeah, at those situations, exactly. or when, when you're in a smaller group, and it yeah. doesn't have to be the dinner table. It can also be at a when you're taking a walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it, definitely, that's one of the things that you... Um, that's, a, that's a good talking point. Mm-hmm. And I think we already made a podcast about good talking points with your kids. If not, yeah. this might be yeah. on, on the menu as well. Stuff you can talk to your kids, which can be funny, interesting, give you insight. Only works at a certain age, of course, because they have to understand the question on an emotional uh, you mean like and a- intellectual level. Yes. I know if we, if we talk to our littlest one about her best failures, she's not going to understand it. Five years old. Oh, but wait, you know, I, I just, I think even works with little kids. Like if somebody is, you know, mad because they broke something that belonged to them. But that's in the past. I don't know. And now you, you, you no, think they No, if it just happened remember. and you're saying, you know what, something like that happened to me too. Yeah. That's, okay. I mean, in that spirit, for yeah, that age. As reference, I mean, yeah, that works. But having an adult conversation, because this goes yeah, I know. in towards the adult um, um But the point of this point is just that you have those conversations Mm -hmm. at whatever situation works for you. Yeah. Also, it it helps the child to see, well, my parents aren't perfect. And I think that's a really important thing to um, tell your kids that, Mm -hmm. yeah, mom and dad make mistakes too. And if you talk negatively or if you have negative self-talk, yeah, we all did mistakes. And this is how you can deal with them. Talking negatively about yourself yeah. doesn't really help. No. Yeah, and then you can sometimes even think, even share how you can fix a certain situation or mm. what you can learn from it. Well, in comes the humor thing as well. You can talk about your failures as a parent um, in, a, in a humorous way. Yeah. You know, like, like, like this is how the dumb thing I did. And uh, please learn from my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, and the last point, 
is create number seven is create an affectionate welcoming home oh that's easy right well when you give your children a strong warm base to return to they are able to explore and experiment because they accept that they'll be loved no matter what the result of their efforts yeah yeah i definitely agree with that um no matter what love your kid yeah and it starts early i've just did another podcast about this oh you um, did on the, your own see, there is okay. the securely attached mm -hmm. kid and the insecurely attached kid and that's the the whole thing with Urvertrauen. you know that basic trust thing that's been built in the first three to four years Months. of a child's mm -hmm. um development like the yeah very first of their life mm -hmm. and if the kid has an insecure attachment they usually they are more afraid of making mistakes and they are more afraid of even disagreeing with their parents mm -hmm. usually i don't see that in any of our kids to be honest me neither me neither but at least it's one thing that i, I wish they would be more like oh i'm not gonna do this because mommy and daddy are gonna be mad at me oh wait uh no no okay this is a different thing because sometimes the boys they don't dare to ask you questions um things <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Because you're more lenient than I am, which is okay. I think this is how... Is it lenient? Yeah, it's lenient. But you you say yes more likely than Yeah, me. more often. I know, yeah, I know. It depends on what the question is, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah, but, but I think that's, that's a good thing as well, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is, I don't know, this is something like, you have to be consequent and you both have to have the same meaning. No. This is like... No. You know, I don't feel... My parents, they were yeah. also... like. I think this is like in most households mm. that certain things are more important to one parent than to the other, yeah. you know? Happens. And I guess even at your house, mm. it was probably more important to your father mm -hmm. that certain things were in order and that you wouldn't... that you would eat in a certain way mm -hmm. than it was to your mother. Yeah. And do you ever feel like this harmed you no not really no or that no not at all it's just different and people are different mama is but different they, than the papa, kids still so. get it yeah they still get it they exactly. know you and know these, as long as they don't play you know each i mean us. Play, yeah and, play each other out but then yeah. we we do it so many times like oh i'm gonna have to ask dad or mm. you're asking me first. but that's that rarely happens i mean i i can't recall a single instance where we Uh, I said one thing, you said the other. Uh, sometimes I'm allowing them to eat in the living room and you don't. Yeah, that's that's mainly because I see the mess they make then at time. And so I remind them, uh, well, you can eat, but you got to clean up your mess. I mean, they, they're not allowed to eat everything, but in certain things. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that's where you are more, more lenient and um, that is okay. Yeah. And they know if they ask me, well, they got to eat in the kitchen. I know. And they know too, I think. <laughs> which, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. But that's yeah. like such a small thing. But, but you know, the, the big points, yeah. uh, we definitely agree on. Also, if you just get to know someone and you know you want to have kids and you're listening to this, um, oh, yeah, you, can check, interesting. you can check your parental um, points beforehand, I'd say. Yeah. Because they can be a major stress point in your marriage. Yeah, I remember us having discussions about this too mm -hmm. but it's, I still feel it's very very hard 
to, it's hard to predict imagine. Yeah, because then the kid comes and changes everything and oh, you yeah. have to adapt. Um, but our main principle, I'd say, yeah, we found a way. And yes. when we, we worked on it together, in a way, yeah. I think one of the main out. points would be that you would be open for discussions and how to make compromises as mm -hmm. well. Because there are so many things that are also going to change. Set in stone. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to discuss certain issues again and again. Yeah. Also, we're talking without having a girl being in her teenage years. So that might change oh, yeah. everything. So if we come right. back to our podcast and listen to them, and we know then what we know now, maybe it's going to be a complete different approach. Do you think it's going to be so horrible? I don't know, but I, I have talked to other parents oh, um, and it's going to be a wild ride. Well, I can imagine she has quite some quite a temper as well. Yeah, so. it, it can be fun, of course, but um, let's see. Let's see what, what we get then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we tell you all about it, Aaron. So there's that, you know. Yes, I think we're still going to have to have some responses so we would still keep going <clears throat> at doing this podcast and then of course. we can <laughs> inform our people about this. Sure, we do. Yeah, so thank you very much for listening and Again, don't Aaron, talk negatively about yourself. That's right. Have a good night and uh, see you all next time. Yes, bye. Bye.